Good evening and welcome to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. 7 o'clock on Wednesday evening. Right time to, to listen to stories about small businesses defined as companies from 1 to 25 employees. That's small. It's about 25, 30 million of them around the country somewhere. But nonetheless, they're small businesses. And that's what we deal with. We being myself, Jack Mancini. And my partner for 25 years in business coaching, Adam Sunhalter. And we coach these small businesses, our clients, uh, as business coaches. And we basically take them through routines each, each week, multiple, multiple clients. And we have a lot of fun doing it. And we hear all their problems and we digest those problems and usually come up with solutions that, that work for them. But tonight we are going to be talking about... What's the biggest problem with running a small business? Now, that's pretty open-ended because basically you, you, uh, you can list a lot of problems. And not only the range of problems in terms of scope and, and problems uh, impacting the company financially, but culturally, uh, you, you run the gamut of, of societal issues with uh, the business day-to-day. And what we'd like to do, we know we don't have one final solution to the biggest problem with running a small business, but what we want to do is just have a discussion. You know, we know there's more than one. Uh, we could try and rank them, but we might. We, we, you know, we don't know where. We don't have a predetermined uh, path in terms of where we want to take this discussion tonight. So we'll just throw out a few, sort of talk about them, and uh, let's see if we can have fun, some fun. We usually kind of sprinkle in a few little shots at each other here. And uh, when we bring in the listening audience, which we aren't going to do tonight, uh, when we do that, it uh, becomes even more fun. So, Adam, what do you think? Uh, biggest problem. The biggest problem, biggest problem. facing... Got to pick one, huh? Small business. You got to pick one. Wait, is the biggest problem? The biggest problem is I have so many problems, Jack. Oh my God! Oh wait, I don't know which (laughs) which one to focus on first. Oh wait a minute! If you were like most Hmm. people off the street who have perceptions of small businesses, people off the street, even. Good. That, we send the great no, no. We send a van out. Send a van out. Pick people off the street and ask them. All right. The dirty secrets of small business vans coming out to get you. Be that's, aware. Streets of right. Willoughby and East Lake and Mentor. Look out. All right. And we're going to ask you what's the biggest problem with running a small business, and many of those people in the van are going to look perplexed. Because they won't know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> so these are these are people who don't run a, who don't run companies. You mean? Well, That's we don't know. About. We'll get a mix if we just pick them up at random here, which is what we usually do. But <laughs> most people, most people would probably quickly say because their depth of knowledge of business doesn't go deep, but they would say the biggest problem facing small businesses is lack of cash. And we're going to laugh to ourselves about that because otherwise we'd have to laugh out loud and maybe insult some people. <laughs> but wait a minute, who are you? Do you introduce yourself? And my goodness, yes, no. Uh, well, you introduced me. I'm Adam hey, Sonhalter. That I'm was your, a yes, no. So I'm your I'm your partner for. Uh, you said 25 years. We haven't gotten there yet, but we're close. Did I really? Well, 25 oh. stuck in your stuck in your head. You know what? You know. 
as you're asking this question and talking about the, the, the great and wash jackets, it's bringing up a article I read recently back about, back towards Black Friday times. They're talking about Amazon.com, how their workers were you know, did a, a protest on, on on Black Friday, and this is over in Europe mostly, and it. It's interesting. This, is, this, I think, answers your great unwashed question. So here they are. They're all, they're all upset. All these, all, all these workers are upset, right? So I got a couple things in this article. So they had a, a guy who was, um, um, you have unions over overseas too. It's just a guy in the UK, who's a, uh, a national officer for their, uh, their union over there. He said, "What we're saying is Jeff Bezos, who's the, who's the, right. the CEO and founder of Amazon, right?" You're the richest man in the world. He doesn't have a money problem, apparently, right? Because he's no, the richest man in the world. No, he, he never uses <laughs> cash as an issue. You, you have the wealth and ability to make sure your workers are treated with respect and dignity. Hmm. You, because you're the richest man in the world. You have that power to do that, right? You, as the wealthiest man in the world, would prefer to spend your wealth on space travel rather than on the people who create your wealth. Spoken like a real union man. Yeah, right. That's right. So, you know, that to me captures captures it pretty well, right? And then they also talk about there's a little side comment here. It's not that, that so that was a, that was Mick Mick. I'm sorry, not, not Mike Mick Ricks. Mick's a more popular Mick name over Ricks. Mick Ricks. R I X. Mick sounds like a cereal. I don't know. <laughs> Right. Does. Maybe did you have your Mick Ricks this morning, Jack? I did. It was tasty. There's another comment here that I think is, again, this is, uh, it says Amazon has become a symbol of wealth inequality and corporate welfare in the U.S. So, wealth. A symbol. Yeah. Of wealth inequality. And corporate welfare. Spoken so like put a those, union man. They, they they complain about stuff. In other words, take all his well, wealth and cash, divide it by however many employees. Everybody gets a check, and the company still goes on. There's never solutions. Well, well, go on. No, so here's what he says. So, so corporate welfare in the U.S. Since many of its warehouse workers, again, so this is the, the the U.S. part of it. Many of its warehouse workers receive government assistance. For basic needs like food and health care, even though it is one of the world's most valuable companies run by Chief Executive Jeff Bezos, the world's wealthiest man. So mm. somebody's got to burr up their rear end to go after Jeff Bezos. But again, this, is, this shows the, the divide. Now, they, they, they mentioned that you know, one of the ways that they try to have a solution for this, Jack, was back in October of, uh, of this year, 2018, um, Amazon announced that all the U.S. warehouse workers would be paid at least... At least fifteen dollars an hour. I, I remember that come up a few months ago. I do too. That's a magic number around. Although, it also eliminated some employee stock awards and bonuses, Jack. So where's the trade-off? So they give that, here that and they take the it from here, right? They give you right. here and they take it here, right? So this again, this gives a little insight to how folks might view it. Well, hey, how could that owner have cash problems? Now they may not be the wealthiest man in the world like Jeff Bezos here, Jack, but, but. You own a business. Business is doing hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars in sales every year. Well, that, you know, that must be going in your pockets, Jack. So I mean, it is. How could no. how could cash, or I'll use a fancy pants word, capital, capital, lack of capital or lack of ex- access to capital, how could that be the real problem? 
Well, if I don't have cash, I can't run my company. But all owners are wealthy. So I got the cash, that's, but I don't want to give it to my employees. That's what the, that's what the, the general folks not? think. Yeah, I, I agree. And that's, it's out of ignorance of what business is about. Right. And because of that, it's very difficult to, to explain what it takes to be successful in a company or what a company, what, what a company has to do to be successful. And we define success as growing sustainable profits. How the heck do you do it? How do you do that and blame cash as the big problem when cash is not the big problem? If you're successfully making profits, you're going to be generating cash, and therefore cash won't be the problem. It's generating those profits that might be the problem, but people don't look at it like that. All right, so let me let me circle back. So we're talking about the biggest challenges, biggest problems when it comes to running a to running a small company. The biggest problem. One problem. Well, there's not going to be one. We're talking about some. Well, I maybe, know. maybe we'll get to one. It won't be but one. But you, you brought up cash as one. No, I said cash. <laughs> cash is usually one what, of the, the answers. person off the street. That's how I got the no, van the full was, of people. <laughs> the person <laughs> off the street. <laughs> Hold on. We're driving a van down by the river. Is what we're, we're doing. picking people up as we go. That's it. Some, some <laughs> having small businesses and some not. It's a random sample. So, likely the ones will be more like the Amazon folks here. We're assuming that the owners have all kinds of money, even though they aren't the wealthiest people <laughs> in the world like Jeff Bezos. But the owners themselves we talk to, I agree, will often say cash. Because cash, whether you have too much, too little, somewhere in between, cash is often top of mind or very close to top of mind for any of the owners. Does that mean it's a challenge or a problem, though? Is that the biggest problem? Well, because it could be a problem if you have too much, right? i got to pay taxes now, right? Or i got to... Spend money here to save on taxes. It could be. It could be lots Wait of problems. Wait a minute. We got to reset. I can see us resetting several times tonight. Okay. What is the biggest problem with running a small business? So, if we were to line up ten business owners and ask them what the biggest problem was, many would say lack of cash or capital. Using that fancy so pants you, word. You, you don't recognize you when you when you say that word cash the way you say it. Cash. Yeah, you're a, a professor. I know you did. That's cage. what I'm saying. He called it cage. I never cage. did learn where he was from. I was too young <laughs> to ask questions like that. <laughs> so but, yeah. Okay. So. But I, I'll put. So yeah, we know that cash. that is not that. That's an easy answer because people's understanding of business is so superficial that they equate it with their personal paychecks that go into their checking account and. And basically, you know, make the day-to-day purchases to survive and go through life. They understand cash. They understand it. They don't understand the other stuff that we're going to bring up tonight. Uh, But we'll try to teach people what those things mean. But the biggest problem, in my opinion, and this is subjective, is not lack of cash. Well, hold on. They were resetting. We're heading into break here. We got less than a minute to go, Jack. So I want to reset and make sure. So are you asking? Are you asking me what the answer is? Are you asking me what I think that the people will say, the general population? Are you asking me what the owners would say is the is the biggest problem? Yes. 
All three of those. <laughs> How can I? That's why this is a discussion. <laughs> Wait, it's, it's not a lecture. It's a discussion. All right, so I'm gonna get three answers and make them make them into one, or they have to all be the same well, answers. Well, we did that already. We got that van bopping down Vine Street. Here. All right, so we're heading to break. <laughs> if you're confused like I am, you got to stay tuned to hear hear Robert. I'm not confused. I'm confused. I didn't say you were. I said I'm confused. Oh, I'll we get are. You. I'll get I you. am I'm confused. The rest of me and the, and the rest of the audience are confused. So stay tuned to, to figure out what the heck's going on here. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini, and I'm going to unconfuse everybody here when we come back from the break. Excellent. Looking forward to it. we got more Dirty Secrets of Small Business coming your way. So stay tuned here on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online, wintradio.com. All right, all right, all right. We're back here live with Dirty Secrets of Small Business. We're glad to have you here. I'm your co-host, Adam Sonhalter. And I am Jack Mancini, and I'm here to straighten everybody out after that first session of total confusion. We have vans I am driving so, around I am Willoughby. so glad. Right, yeah. We have uh, confusion. A van down pool. by the river. Well, that's a, that's the a second van. They're going to merge somewhere. <laughs> with Chris Farley's ghost in it. <laughs> anyway, okay. The subject tonight is to have a discussion on what is the biggest problem with running a small business. So we would expect to be talking to small business owners, defined as 1 to 25 employees, and people who think they understand business. So every business owner, when asked this question, would have to think about it for a bit and then come up with one problem. And what we're contending is that that's almost impossible to have one problem. You could say one problem. If you tried to rank it, it would be very subjective and difficult. Uh, so, But that's what we're trying to do, just kind of hit it around. We aren't trying to come up tonight with one solution, one problem. If you fix that, your company's going to be successful and you're going to make tons of money. We're not saying that. We're just trying to pick out an array of problems that people feel are their biggest. And since we've been coaching for 15 years, we see the repeat of problems that that basically uh, are vexing most small businesses, probably 80% of them. And that's kind of what we'll interject tonight. So we have ideas of what the biggest problem facing business owners are. And every business owner, when asked and thinking about it, has a sense of his biggest problem. Right. I'm still, I'm still confused. I went, we went to break. I asked, are you, are you asking me? Are you asking me as an owner? Or are you asking me as the general population? Like I'll go you said one. yes. You could say my opinion <laughs> of owners will be, much like I said earlier, right. that the biggest perception is lack of cash. And you can speak for Adam Sunhalter. In fact, it would be very nice It'd to hear both of speak. those. Okay. I, I, I would I'll, say I'll start it by giving, giving you one. You already started it, didn't you? Okay, now go ahead. Give me no, no, one. I did. I started it. <laughs> I'm still, oh. I'm still keep rolling going. with it. Okay. Right. Keep rolling. So I'll most small business owners, speaking from the pers- my perspective of the small business owner, what they would likely say would be the biggest problem I face this is me, the business owner, is lack of cash. Now, my, my problem, I'm not ranking this yet. Maybe we won't even rank them tonight because I think it's too hard to rank them. I'm going to say the biggest problem facing business owners is there's no profit plan to guide the company. And that says a mouthful. There's a lot of things that go into making up a profit plan. But that also explains the lack of business that many business owners have. So I would say 
most business owners, small business owners would say lack of cash is their biggest problem. Okay. And I'm saying their biggest problem is there's no profit plan in place to guide the company because they don't know how to do it and they don't respect it. And there are a lot of varieties of why it isn't done. Okay. So what do you say, Adam? Well, what the hell are you talking about, I, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me say this from, from the business owner's perspective, what I think they would say. And cash is a good one, but I think what we hear more often is is a sales issue. Need more sales, which I'm sure the audience can appreciate. I know you do, Jack. That's obviously tied together. If I don't have any sales, I have no cash, most likely, <laughs> or at least not from the business. But I'm I think sure sales. They'll say that. You're they'll, right. They'll say sales. You know, hey, if, if I had more sales, that's my, that's my biggest problem right now is finding more sales. Now. You kind of touched on a little bit what my answer would be. That for me, this is me speaking now in terms of the experience I've seen. And you touched on it, which is lack of basic business knowledge. So most owners, again, most owners are very smart, hardworking people, but they haven't been exposed to a broad business. They've been exposed to their business often. Maybe another business or two that they may have worked at, or, or what have you. But their 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 view and perspective, understanding of business, they, they haven't studied it or worked in it or seen and seen enough of it to understand what's possible. That's where it becomes very limiting. They don't know what they're allowed to do, supposed to do, shouldn't be doing. It's there's so much going by gut in terms of their instincts and what they are trying, but it's it's not based on knowing stuff it's based on trial and error and a very limited ability of as far as what's kind of going on so to me it's that lack of basic business understanding of how business works is the biggest problem that the owners have that's what i've seen okay i i would agree in fact we're probably going to agree on all these these problems well, we didn't agree you said profit tonight. plan was the number one <laughs> so we're not agreeing hold on are we going to have an argument or are we going to have a discussion? Time out. Hold on. Wait, I said profit plan. <laughs> yes. Well, that implies the lack of business knowledge or else well, they have okay. one. You, you, re- you referenced that a little bit as your discussion, but you came back and said profit plan's the one. I'm saying. <laughs> well, I had to pick one. I know. So. Oh, okay. So I picked one. <laughs> we, but we, we I picked, agree with yours. We picked different ones. <laughs> as I said at the beginning. As I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> as I said at the beginning, we're going to have a lot of problems expressed. <laughs> yeah. And to yes. try to rank them like one to ten. <laughs> Can't do it. So we can ultimately agree. So wait, so what do you agree? Or I could disagree. No, what do you agree? Will you agree that what, that it's a problem or that it's a, that's, that's a top problem? I agree that it's a top problem with the company, but not a or the top. The, oh, the, okay, see, that, the, not, I'm saying it's the top problem. We aren't ranking a. them yet. We're going to try okay. and rank them later. Oh, I didn't know that. Are we keep well, track of all these? I didn't either. This is, <laughs> this is Where's moving. Where's a big board? We need a whiteboard in here, Jack. You know, we, there is a whiteboard in there. How we start does, does that work as a whiteboard? No, no, okay. Well, permanent we're, markers. No, no, I got, I got, no, I got dry erase markers and going. We should try that out. Let's see. Oh, we'll ask, we'll ask later. All right, we'll do it and ask forgiveness. Paint that's always, doesn't look. Uh, no, never mind. <laughs> never mind. All right. So, all right. So we got those four. So, so no far, profit on. plan. No profit plan here. So we got the van full of people, and we we ended up now with a van full of business owners. And you're saying that band, van bull of business bull of business owners <laughs> would say their biggest problem twister. is they need more sales. I'm just trying to keep track of all the stuff, Jack. So, okay. I got it. I got it nailed, at so, least right now. So cash, 
profit plan. Those are your answers. I said sales and lack of business knowledge. All right. I'm ready. Okay. I'm caught up. Well, okay. I got more. Since we aren't ranking them, we could throw out a lot oh. of them. Wow. <clears throat> Let me throw out another one, and you throw out another one. All right. Oh, wait. I got no understanding of numbers. Hmm. Okay. But the next one I have. Can I get two before you get your one? You might uh, you're making up the rules and you're changing them so you can do whatever you want, Jack. You might take you Wait, might so what did you say? Lack of one. understanding of numbers? All right. You might take my, my next one. Probably. Which is going to lead to a lot of other things. They might say, but they got to be a little more sophisticated if they say this. The biggest problem facing their business is lack of good people. Mm, so you took my answer. How'd you know? I knew. I could, I could feel mm-hmm. it. I don't know. With all the numbers, every time about cash and understanding numbers and fin- and profit plans, I figure you, you know. So kinda... you, you, wait, you have to take another one then, since I took that one. I want to explain something too, but I'll wait till you take your next one. <laughs> <laughs> wait, do I get do I get like three or four answers? Do you so want? I can so I can t- so I can take yours. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. So we've got, let me just review real quick and make sure I don't repeat your answers. So you said cash, profit plan, lack of understanding of numbers, and lack of good people. Mm-hmm. All right. I said, I said sales and lack of business knowledge. I get, I get <clears throat> some more, huh? Yep. I would say on a marketing standpoint, just understanding what marketing is all about and... It ties in a little bit to my first answer in terms of the sales piece of it, where the owners often say, hey, all I need is more sales. In our experience, usually sales is not the issue. Now, what I mean by that is, again, we're talking about small companies, one to 25 employees, where the owner is often the top salesperson in the company by default because they're the owner. They're often the, the product or service expert. And that they often generate the most business. They represent for a small the company. face, the culture, all the right kind of things. Right. Everyone every wants to talk to the owner, right? <clears throat> so usually we find that they, when they're in front of a qualified prospect, they tend to sell pretty well. So going to sales courses or, or sales training isn't necessarily the issue. It's more about the marketing piece, where they aren't seeing enough leads coming in, enough qualified leads coming in that they could then sell something to. So I think the marketing and, and just a, a lack of understanding of what marketing is all about and how to truly put together a nice marketing plan and to be able to grow the business, which would grow sales, which is part of the profit plan, which would grow cash. It ties into this stuff. I think the, the marketing piece, that's a tremendously misunderstood part of business for sure, Jack. So that's one. That's another one. That's my, that's my good one. Good one. Wait, am I, I allowed to agree with that? If I agree with that, you can say it's you'll a good. Excuse me of, you'll accuse me of. Uh, you can say change, it's a good one, but I, I, know I understood the difference between a problem and the problem. So now I understand. Now I have another <laughs> one too, Jack. But we're up against the break here, so you have to wait till, till we come back oh, to hear about God. it. So Why don't you tell us and then talk about it. No after, chance. No? You got you to come back and listen to this one. All right. So stay tuned to hear what the next big, you know, biggest problem is going to be. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mincy, and I cannot wait, Adam.
but I have to. But you have to. That's right. All right. All right. We got, <laughs> stick, stay around. We got more dirty secrets of small business coming your way here on Integrity Radio, WINT, 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online, WINTradio.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Glad to have you on board. Glad you're part of the show tonight. We're already halfway through it, Jack, and it goes it goes quick. I'm your co-host, Adam Sahalter. Oh, boy, and I'm Jack Mancini. And hey, you made I it. I am waiting. I know. Very, very impatiently for... It's trying to shake me down during the break, Jack. I couldn't let out the, bag, I, the cat out of the bag here. Right? I you know, couldn't get it. I want it. you to hear it with the people, with the rest of the audience. All right, okay. so we're talking about... Biggest problems in running a small business, which we define as one to 25 employees. And as a quick recap here, we've been kind of going through and talking about from different perspectives and what the owners might say versus what we would say versus the general public. And we've hit seven different issues so far, right? Talk about cash being a problem, talk about profit plan being a problem, sales, lack of business knowledge, lack of understanding of numbers, lack of good people and a lack of understanding of what marketing means. So we t- touched on these issues, right? You got it. All right. So I get another one before you get to steal my other my, my answers again, Jack. Right. All right. So I would say you, you, ta- you touched on this a little bit, so the people side of it, right? So I'm going to touch on people, but it's a little different take on it, Jack. Oh, you said, you said, wait, you wait, said wait, lack wait. of good people is what you said, right? So I think there's a big problem with lack of uh, defined roles within the organization. Who the heck is doing what? Who's the guy to do this? Who's the person to do that? There's a lack of clarity. Defined roles. All right. So who's go doing on. what? Who's doing what? Who's reporting to who? How does this all stuff get done? You know, what you know, how do things work here? So with small companies, there's so much in between the ears of the people who are part of the organization that there's a lot of unsaid. It's like uh, you have a long term marriage and that couple can have a conversation in about three seconds with, with no words and a few looks that, that again, it's built up over decades that, that, that all of a sudden, you know, things just work. A small company could be the same way. Now, when one of those key people don't show up, though, what happens? Or they take a vacation. Or, you know, again, it, it, it starts to put some challenges in the business to be able to cover for that because it's not necessarily clearly defined who's doing what. And we have yet to go in uh, the hundreds of companies we've been in from a coaching standpoint in the last 15 years, Jack. I've yet to see one that had clearly defined roles when, when we walked in. That's usually a, a big point of confusion. You're right. And it's a big point of frustration, especially for the owners. The reason being, the owner's usually the one that the things fall onto. Yeah, nobody else is doing it. Well, the owner is the one that, that kind of jumps in the fray there. And it's, it's, it's one of those things that we often will admonish the owners about. Hey, you got 17 people working here. What the hell are they all doing? How come everything falls on your shoulders? And they try to shrug their shoulders, but they can't lift them up because they're so heavy with all the weights they're carrying on. So they, I'm gonna, they can't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to agree with you again. You're, <laughs> you're gonna agree. <laughs> you're gonna agree. It's a problem. <laughs> but we aren't agreeing on the well, problem. Well, since yet. we aren't gonna rank them, maybe we might try and rank, rank them. them. Yeah, but, that's right. uh, yeah, if if you don't rank them, I could agree with you on all, and you could agree with me on all, which is what we're doing. All right, that's so, those, okay. so we got eight of them out there so far. Okay. Do you have, do you have a goal? Do you want to get to like the top ten list or something like that? Or? No, no, I'm not working okay. for a goal right. like that tonight. All right. But what I want to do 
is my last suggestion of what an owner would describe as his biggest problem, and that is lack of good people. You That's, said that already. I know. Well, yeah. I, right now I want to explain the fork. We have a fork in the road. I just realized that. We just made a right turn, and there's a fork. What the fork? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> what the fork or what's a fork? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's, what's a fork, Jack? That's it. What's a fork? Okay. Uh, here's the fork. We Lack of good people. So I'm scratching my head after I said that. And I, I looked at my note, and I said... What's a good people? What does good mean? <laughs> what good, what are they? Note. I like that. Not a good person. What, what, what is a good what, people? What's a good people? <laughs> good, good question. Define. Now we're, we're, we're moving to the right, not the left. We're moving to the right. What is a good person as an employee? Hey, I, I'm a business owner, and this guy just asked me what the biggest problem I have. I have... A lack of good people in my company. I can't find good people. Okay. So my question right now to that business owner is define good. What is a good person? What characteristics really make up a good employee? And that could go a long way to solving a lot of your problems. So I kind of uh, laid out a few. And again, we're moving a little bit in a different direction here. We have to come back to that fork in the road to find as good people. I don't know that we're... I wouldn't say we're at a fork, Jack. I'd say we've gone from the very surface level. Yeah. Okay. We're starting to kind of dig in a little bit. Dig in a little bit. So the, digging a hole rather than taking a fork. I'm sure there's probably some fancy words for that, but I don't know those fancy words, Jack. But yeah, we're, we're digging in. <laughs> it's like the it's like the Colorado River going through and creating the you know the the uh, a pretty big canyon. The canyon out west. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whatever that one is. <laughs> The, the grand, I know it's the Grand Canyon. Thank you. Yes, but we're digging in. So we're the Grand we're, we're, Canyon we're, with all the little Indian huts that <laughs> get blown away by the. I'm referring to the rock stuff. You can see the different ages of the rocks, right? So we got different layers. We're, 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 we're different layer. We're, so we're at the very top layer. How about a cake? Cake's probably better. Gonna get me hungry here, but we have a cake. We have this. So we're talking about the icing, the stuff you can see, right? Sort of kind of digging into that cake a little bit. There's more. There's more to it than than, than meets the eye, and there and. It's part of what we do with our coaching stuff too, Jack. Is understand what's a symptom versus what's the real problem that's going on. I think that's what you're trying to do here. So, okay, well, it's great. So you said symptom, finding good people. Okay, well, how do you define what a good people is? That's right. How do you define what a good so people is? Not knowing what a good person looks like. Is that what you're saying? Is that right? am I putting words in your mouth? Well, is that, is that I, what you're, no, no. We're, okay, we're, we're moving. We're moving away from the hard definitive of what's the biggest problem. Now we're digging into what makes a good person. So we're kind well, of well. That's uh, okay. I think I think it's all tied together. It's whole. But common. not knowing not knowing what a good person looks like, or not knowing what a good person can do for the organization because they've never seen one. That's a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is that what you're saying? Yeah. I know I said it, but is that what you're saying? I'm trying. To, I don't put. I don't put words in your mouth because I might take that one. That's not what you're saying. That's that's a good one, Jack. <laughs> but wait, I wait. said it. I said it twice, and you didn't get it. So as long as you said but, it and I got I it, we're you. in agreement. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I'm understanding you, because I know if I'm confused, chances are pretty high that our audience is confused. Good thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If not, it's just me. It's okay. Either way, I'm going to get clarity. So yeah. So what's a good what's a good person look like? A good employee, and we're saying that 
lack of a good employee is one of the biggest problems facing a small business owner. Okay, so do I get to go now? You're going to talk are about you a do? good person or are you going to no, go? No, something else. Oh, wait. We're making got, a list. No, no, I, I'm digging down on a oh. good person. So we're, that's why I'm, I'm making a list and checking it twice. Digging into that go cake. Ahead. I'll make a list over here without telling you. Are we digging into the cake or are we digging we're, into dirt? We're, well, I'm, I'm, I, I, we're in the cake now. I have other things that are part of the cake, Jack, but go ahead. No, that's okay. keep playing around so, the cake. It's chocolate cake, by so the way, how if you're wondering, Jack. Uh, chocolate cake, chocolate frosting. Got to go right. Okay, go ahead. I like chocolate cake, too. Good, That's right. good. So, <laughs> okay, so characteristics of a good person. Let me give a couple, and then you give a couple. This is kind of uh, back and forth all day today. We got another half a segment after this one, or a full segment after this one, and we're done. Okay, so a good person, a good employee has experienced success somewhere in their life, multiple times usually, if it starts younger in life. And that isn't necessarily athletic success, although that's, that's certainly a part of the process, playing a team sport, understanding winning, losing, relying on people without whining and, and, and uh, complaining about them. And although, you know, that happens, but with good employees, they, they develop... Uh, an approach to dealing with people that is a very healthy. That could be winning, you know, again, achieving success. Somebody who's achieved success, especially on a team level. I put a lot of, personally, I put a lot of uh, uh, weight on that. And, and it's, it's a big deal. So they know what it looks like. It's like knowing what a good person looks like. If you've experienced it, you can, yeah. you, a lot of things are feel. But working with the team, you know, to have success as an individual, that's important too. You know, you understand what sacrifice and grinding it out and doing things that are uncomfortable and making hard choices. That that becomes part of your character all through life. Whereas if you don't have that, how in the world do you come into a, an organization and become a team player, which helps other people, which allows you to basically be calm in a crisis, uh, pick up slack without... Uh, complaining about it, pick it up without looking for instant recognition. Uh, it's a big deal having achieved some success in your life. Your confidence level is usually higher. Your opinions are, are forthcoming, and you talk with uh, that confidence that a winner has. So I look at that as a big characteristic for finding good people. Okay. And are we up against it? Well, I got a little bit of time. I got another minute oh. and a half. Oh, well, that's good. I can't. I can't see that. Close my, is it, is it, my, you have more? Or you, well, it's my turn. Oh, to I one. got a ton of them. But go on. You. You go. So this is defining what a good person is. You're talking about. Right. So you said somebody's had ex- experienced success. Right. Especially, I uh, give example like in, in, uh, sports teams. Okay, that's an important part of it. You know, the one I was thinking about is curiosity. Hmm. One of those great books back in the day, Curious George, one of my favorites growing up. And uh, yeah, I think curiosity to me is a, is a key part because if you're curious, you're going to you're going to figure stuff out. You're going to you're going to be OK asking questions and not pretending like you know it all. That's and if you have good people, again, they're, they're concerned about getting the answers, getting things right, getting things done and moved along versus um you know, having to be know-it-alls, you know, and so being curious—that's a—that's a great characteristic of people who are who are very good. When you see them being being curious and asking lots of questions, and that can often come off the wrong way in a small company. It can come off as 
you're challenging people, especially the owner. And many owners are not comfortable with that because people often don't speak to them directly like that. Like, like that. So I think curiosity is a very, very big a big part of it. So we're up against the break here, Jack. So we have to head our last break. But when we come back, we talk about I have one other item I wanted to kind of bring up, too. It's in the cake here. But it's, it's you know, I think is we haven't touched on yet tonight. I think it's very important. It's so MacArthur's Park. MacArthur's Park? Yeah. Who's that? I don't know who that is. You tell me that in the break. So stick around. We got, we got, we got more stuff coming. It's a song. Okay. I don't know it. We'll talk about it when we get. We, we come you back. know it. All right. You so, people know it. We got we got more discussions coming up against the, the biggest problem as it relates to running a small business. So stay tuned. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. And we're going to come in with karaoke at the last segment. All right. We got more dirty secrets of small business coming your way. So stay tuned here on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online, WINTradio.com. All right, we're back at it here on Dirty Secrets of Small Business. Thanks for hanging with us. And for the last segment of the show, Jack, talking about what are the, is the biggest problem, biggest challenge in running a small business. And we've listed out quite a few so far tonight. We have. But we have one that we haven't, I, I don't think we've touched on yet, Jack, which I think is, is often overlooked because it's painful for the owners to look at. Painful. Painful. Because yeah. it's looking at them. They don't like to look at themselves because it's usually other people that are their problems, right? Hey, I got customers going this. I got my employee. Okay, what, you know, what's Wait, the challenge? I'm confused now. Or you so, didn't say it yet. I didn't say it yet. Oh, that's why I'm confused. I'm building the anticipation, Jack. Okay. <laughs> I'm keeping okay. you on the edge of your seat. Poor leadership. And what I mean by that, part of the thing you, you learn from a leadership standpoint, when you're the, the, the person everybody's looking at, you got to do a lot of things you don't necessarily want to do. Maybe not very comfortable doing certain things, but there's certain roles you got to take on as a leader in order to have success. And so often, totally fully appreciating your own strengths and weaknesses and, and your style, how you are, and finding ways to still be in that role as a leader and doing those things well. We joke about old steel guys all the time. Right? It doesn't matter the age or the sex. It doesn't matter the mentality of being the old steel guy. That's a very common, hey, this is how I am. Deal with it kind of thing, right? That's right. And we Be see glad you got a job, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yell and to chase people out, not embrace them and bring them in and try and learn together. Yeah. Right. So I think a lot of folks who are owners, all of a sudden they're, they're there. They're in that spotlight. And they got all those birds in the nest looking up at them. Hey, what do we do, boss? And they're going to take... <laughs> <laughs> They're taking your lead as the owner. And I think too many owners don't understand themselves enough and what they need to be doing from a leadership standpoint in order to properly lead the company. So I think leadership and, and, and lack of understanding of themselves and the ability to push through and do a lot of things that they have to do, but they may not want to do or like to do. But unfortunately, when you decide to become an owner, you kind of gave up that freedom in terms of only doing the things you like to do. Eventually you can get there someday, hopefully. It's, you know, once you build the team, you find the good people we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. But especially early on, we we're talking, you got six, eight, ten employees, 15 employees. Often there's that, that, that leadership that the owner's not doing the things that she should be doing or he should be doing. 
So to me, that's a big thing. We haven't talked about it all tonight. I think that's, uh, that, that, that can lead to a lot of issues and can lead to a lot of things we talked about tonight. Hey, I'm not, I'm going to come back. So I have, I have cash problems. Why am I having a cash problem? Well, I, I don't like the numbers. I don't want to do. I'm pushing that over to uh, over the uh, cubicle here, or to the next office, to the to the to the bookkeeper to handle. Over it, the right? transom. Over the transom, right? <laughs> so it ties into that. The, the finding the finding good people. If you're if you're a bozo and you're not a good leader, how do you find good people to come follow you? And I think most people have probably seen or have a sense of what a good leader looks like. You've, you, you've had something you've worked with, you've been involved with, you've been on a team with, you've seen movies, video, you've seen, some, you've seen. hey, this is a person I would follow into whatever, okay? I'm not saying you have to be that person because your style is what it is. But you got to understand yourself and you got to understand how do you perform well and accentuate your positives but still be able to get done what you need to get done as a leader of the organization. That, to me, might be the biggest problem jack uh-oh i'm laying it down oh you are you're laying it down is right boy i don't know we're gonna have to uh initiate call-ins not tonight though <laughs> some other time too late for call-ins you can email us if you have thoughts on it radio at maximumvp.com again radio at maximumvp.com why don't you send us an email maybe they can vote for that jack maybe we should do a vote on this we could do that too. We could do that at some point. We could do that. Yeah. So that's. You know, well, I don't know. You know, if I were to pick one, I didn't even say it. I, I was not picking for competition here. I was picking for instruction. Now I'm going to say experience with several businesses, and that's more from a management standpoint, which is what you have to have. But if you have no experience, that's why. Uh, 15-year-old kid can't go in and manage a company, even though that kid would have all kinds of schooling, all kinds of whatever you can accumulate in 15 years. But if you're with one company only, and let's say you're you're in your 40s, that's the peak decade for for people, and they come in and they don't have any other experience other than that company, that's pretty hard to gain perspective, which is very important in the leadership role. Because you hear the problem over here, well, okay, that problem has unique unique issues. And it's not that you can't apply those, but if that's all you know, it's very hard to apply those unique issues to the problem I have now, which is not the same company. Right. But if I've seen unique issues here, unique issues there, unique issues there, you gain a confidence by seeing how problems are solved, how the process of solving problems, how the process of old steel guys barking orders and and trying to create an organization who's responsive. If you don't have that experience, it's going to be very difficult to to basically lead and and really potentially, not potentially, but add to the problem-solving capacity of a company. And that's in management. We're talking about management. Because you can have one one person in your organization who is excellent at coding, you know, and put that person in a management position and they're going to fail. They just don't have the, the experience. So these ranking these things are tough. Sure. They're, they're, cause they're so, that's what makes it so confusing to people. Hey, what would you do? Well, give me more cash. Give me more sales. We hear that all the time, and that's not the solution. 
it's having some of these key issues and to debate these long and hard. Yeah, we should have a contest sometime. What would be the biggest? What would be the biggest? Uh, yeah, we had 10 things listed here, Jack. We actually got to a top 10 list. I think it was 10. Yeah, one, two. Do you have to be an expert? I got nine. Maybe Is a good person 10. an expert? I can't count. Yeah, I got 10. What? Big person. Good person an expert? Well, yeah, a good person's going to have expertise in some. They don't need it, though. They have these other characteristics mm. that we're talking about. Yeah, they're, they're going to be a jack of all trades, huh? Know a little bit about a lot. That's right, and that becomes well. Again, this list important. is it's all it's all personal in terms of what what again because each of the challenges is going to be different. So, what about good people skills? <clears throat> good people skills are important. We just had an issue with one of our clients uh, yesterday. Yesterday, two yeah Tuesday, uh, concerning one of the the key people having issues with with a pretty big account. Uh, the people skills kind of, you know, were, were, were quite deficient in handling that problem. So all these skills That's probably going to be a bigger, I'm sorry, that's probably yeah. a bigger problem as the next decade or two rolls by. I, With I, all the technology we have and, and we're, unfortunately, we're getting less connected even though we're more connected, right? We're getting less connected um, being around each other, how to interact and how to treat people and, 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 and handle situations. But for hiding behind a screen, it's altogether different how you handle stuff and you have time to react versus being in the moment, right? Now look at the evolution of artificial intelligence and the technology built around that. All of a sudden, the, the frailties and weaknesses of humans can be just literally programmed out for the most part. Interesting world ahead. I'll come back to see. I'm going to come that full circle now. That started with. Well, they talked about the fact that they're upset that hey, you know what? We're not, uh, we're not machines. What did they say? Something like that. There it is. We are not robots. It says it right away. <laughs> we are not. One of your favorite words. We're not robots. We're not. <laughs> right. That's the, the, the slogan that, the, the, for the for the Amazon folks when they when they did their their their, uh, their stage protest. That was the thing. We are not robots because they're talking how it's just so. And when they said that, I'm almost picturing picturing a version of uh, 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 the Matrix movie, right? Where it's also hey, you got the the people there just to feed the machines, right? Again, so I haven't been. I've seen pictures or some you know quick shots of the. Uh, technology that exists in the amazon fulfillment centers it's it's pretty high-tech stuff mm-hmm. um, so i can imagine you know the the the, the uh, proportion of technology to people is a pretty high proportion it's not many people that are in there and uh you know that screws up the efficiency is often probably gonna be the people right as opposed to the Fine, machines good people that that's exactly right you're going to be going up against machines so so far machines aren't winning from what i can see with the limited uh, uh, focus on chess matches and <clears throat> things of that nature where, you know, the, the, the competition could be easily measured. But they're moving. They're moving in. They're getting better every day. All right. So <clears throat> we didn't come to a conclusion. We didn't want to. That's how we started out. So it's well, a little got, discussion you get on what a bunch you want, of stuff. Right? If you know what you want, you get what you want, right? <laughs> so let me just review real quick before we close up the show jack all right all right so i won't go in the order i'm going to order i got written down here in terms of the, some of the top challenges some of the top problems cash lack thereof lack of good people no profit plan 
lack of understanding the numbers, not being able to define or recognize what a good person looks like, not enough sales, lack of business knowledge, no understanding or true understanding of what marketing is all about and how that differentiates between marketing and sales. Lack of truly defined roles within the organization in terms of who's doing what. And then some poor leadership in terms of just the owner themselves not, not leading the way that they should be doing, doing things that they don't want to do but really need to do. So that's our list of some of the problems. And my guess stuff. is... And it's a discussion that basically uh, people would identify as the biggest problem they face in the company. So take that list and depending on the day and the week, you're going to probably rank them differently every day and every week. But that's all we got for you for tonight. So we appreciate you being part of the show tonight. And you can hear 30 Secrets of Small Business every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. If you want to get a hold of us in between, you can email us at radio at MaximumVP.com or give us a call 877-849-0670. Again, 877-849-0670. Hey, learn more Dirty Secrets of Small Business next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Hey, thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, WIT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online, WITradio.com. Who do you love? I want to know.